Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Happiest Hour on Earth. If you haven't been following up with us, Emily and I just had a baby, and by the time this episode comes out, we'll probably be a few weeks into parenthood of our second born. So some crazy things happening. We're pre-recording some episodes. This is one that I'm pre-recording by myself so Emily could rest. So I'm just holding down the fort here. I'm gonna get really tired talking, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make it through. But thank you so much for listening in on this episode because we have a really fun topic tonight. We are going to be talking about the new park that Universal Orlando is building, which is Epic Universe. And we're going to be talking about how it affects Disney World. Will Disney World respond? If they do respond, what should it look like? And so I'm going to be breaking this down a little bit. We're going to be doing a part one and a part two to this episode. So part one, I'm going to be talking a bit about what you can expect at Epic Universe and Universal Orlando, and then also going to be talking about my idea for Disney World's fifth gate and what that might look like. But then in part two, I'm going to be diving in a little bit deeper to talk about what kind of rides will be there? What will it look like? And a lot more. So thank you for jumping in on this part one. Part two will be out next week. Thank you for understanding that it's just me here. We are probably kind of talking to myself in the future here, but probably having a lot of sleepless nights, which is always really fun, but we are getting through and I'm so glad we pre-recorded some episodes, but thank you for joining in and let's go ahead and get this episode started. All right, so Epic Universe in Universal Orlando. What can we expect? Well, they are going big for this land, this park. It is going to be opening summer 2025, and you can see with the scope of what they're trying to do with this park that they are really coming for Walt Disney World's throats. I mean, they want, they already with Wizarding World of Harry Potter and a lot of people love Islands of Adventure and a lot of other things at Universal Orlando, but especially Harry Potter that, you know, some people are now going to Orlando just for Universal. And if you were, you know, decades ago, just going to Walt Disney World, you're now going to take a little day at Universal Orlando. And also you have the Jurassic Park, the Velocicoaster ride there. There's two Harry Potter lands. It is just, they're really going all in. And so we could see this with Epic Universe as well. Now, some of this is rumor, but it's kind of rumor based in fact um, from what people have seen with just the construction and everything. But Epic Universe is going to have four new lands that you'll enter through Celestial Portal. So it's really cool because it's going to be this huge, huge, huge park. But in order to get to these different lands, it's going to be like you walk through these portals that have like these big spires sticking out of them that will be um, that will reference what land that is, but you're literally going to walk through like a circular enclosed portal to get to these crazy lands. And so I think it's just time to jump on into it. The first one that you would kind of expect because it's over here in Hollywood, it's also in Japan, is Super Nintendo World. Now, Super Nintendo World in Orlando is going to be similar to the other Super Nintendo Worlds. So, you know, you're going to get your Mario Kart vr blend ride right that's so crazy um 
Now, something I don't think that Hollywood has, but Japan does, is a Yoshi kid ride. So Orlando will have that ride as well, but they are going to be adding a new ride that hasn't been in the other Super Nintendo worlds. And this is going to be a Donkey Kong ride uh, that will feature a revolutionary boom coaster style system that will make it feel in certain parts like you're being shot out of a cannon or jumping to broken parts of the track. So it really sounds like, you know, Mario Kart, which is so fun. You know, the track um, where you, you, you drive and you have to be shot out of a cannon to get to the next part of the track all this stuff, and they are trying to simulate that with this ride system. I think something that is very interesting about Disney versus Universal is Universal's a little more a little more willing to try crazy ride systems, and they kind of take the gamble, right? Like the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey ride is kind of a gamble. A lot of people do get sick on that ride, yeah, it's a crazy fun ride system if you're able to hold it all together. Um, now, Disney World just did this recently in Epcot with the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, where it's a roller coaster, but those seats are pivoting to make sure that you see everything you need to see on the ride. But Universal takes it up a notch, honestly. Now, this system is, I'm trying to remember how they've talked about it in the patents but it's a boom style coaster so i think it's an arm similar to the forbidden journey but there's going to be parts where it looks like you're on the track but that that arm can go off the track and bring you up so it'll feel like you're you know jumping to another portion all this kind of stuff so having that by itself in universal orlando is going to be huge i mean it's the nostalgic factor right disney is a lot about nostalgia. That's why people want to go there. Universal, you're like, I grew up with some of these things, but I mean, especially Harry Potter, but some other things, yeah, but they don't really mean too much to me. Now, Nintendo and Mario, people grew up playing those games and all that stuff, and they have a strong connection to that. So that is huge that Universal is going to be getting a Super Nintendo World with an extra ride that the other ones don't have. Now, the second land that will be an epic universe that you'll get through via a portal, celestial portal, sounds awesome, which by the way, there's going to be a hub in this uh, park that will actually also feature some rides and some dining and some shopping as well as, you know, their individual lands. But the second land here, it's rumored to be another wizarding world of Harry Potter. Uh, so this will be the third park because we already have Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley in Orlando. But this one is rumored to be a Ministry of Magic park, which will be really, really cool. So it'll be based on Fantastic Beasts. Um, there will include from what people have said, like Parisian streets, so you get a little Paris. I think there's also going to be a side that has like London kind of feel or like Times Square kind of feel. But it's rumored to feature like a crazy, crazy dark ride. And the queue is going to be amazing, just like Forbidden Journey. So you're going to be experiencing that walk to the Ministry of Magic. Now, this ride system is also going to be like revolutionary. Not too much is known about this so far. And you got to give me a little bit of grace because I'm usually a Disney person. I try to do my research for Universal, but so there might be some things I'm leaving out. So definitely if there's something left out or 
not said correctly, definitely let me know. But this ride will take you through the Ministry of Magic. And the main villain here is going to be Dolores Umbridge. Um, but you're also going to be encountering numerous animatronic creatures from the series. There is said to be a huge animatronic of an erumpet. I hope I'm saying that right. That's kind of like that rhino type of creature from Fantastic Beasts. And this is going to be similar to something that they already have, I think, in Beijing, if I'm if I'm correct, um, at a Jurassic Park ride where this animatronic, I believe, is on a moving system. So it is moving independently, but the system is going forward. So it really feels like it's running after you. So another thing that I don't think either of those parks have over in Orlando huge animatronic that will actually follow you, not just stay stationary and move, which is going to be just like another crazy addition to Epic Universe. I'm sure it's going to be having a lot of screens mixed with animatronics because that's kind of the new ride technology that people are doing nowadays. So that will be really cool. Can't believe they're going to have three different Harry Potter lands. And this might go into my idea for Disney World's new park. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. But if you catch my drift, something might be similar. But next up, the other land that we are going to have here is in How to Train Your Dragon land, um, the Isle of Burke. And that's kind of rumored right now. It's said that there's going to be a huge roller coaster that simulates riding a dragon, and it's going to actually expand across most of that land. So you'll be able to really kind of take in a lot of the land. I'm sure it will be similar to Hagrid's, you know, motorbike adventure, but maybe just dragon instead. So it really, you know, how you feel like you're on the motorbike on that ride. This will be kind of like that, but dragon focused. And we already saw what an amazing system that they pulled off for Hagrid's. And so if they do something similar for this, How to Train a Dragon, you know it's going to be a hit. There's also going to be like a family-friendly boat ride on a lagoon that they're going to have there. I think it's going to have interactive cannons where you can shoot them and, you know, see things interact. But How to Train a Dragon is a huge franchise. So, you know, for that to be included in a land, I feel like it's Despicable Me and How to Train a Dragon. Like those are the huge ones that Universal has their hands in and so to create something like that plus plus i think it spans a couple generations right like the first how to train a dragon came out when we were young but you know that i think it went all the way up to th three right um and so that has like a little bit of a younger generation so that's gonna be that's gonna be a money maker i think for them so that'll be really cool to see but then the last land now this is very interesting and this might this might coincide with something uh, that I will say in what Disney should do with their fifth park. Um, Universal is going to be opening another land, the fourth land here, Dark Universe. So Dark Universe is going to be a classic monster theme because they kind of, I believe they own the rights to a lot of classic monsters and some of those include Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, and more. So some really, some real classics there. And if you think about it, Halloween Horror Nights, that is huge for them. So to have a land that is constantly with that horror feel is going to be so cool. I think 
honestly, I think even if Disney did something similar to this, it's going to be like, and like, unlike something that's Christmas, right? You kind of want to savor the Christmas magic till that time of the year so that it's more special, but something that's spooky and eerie that you could just pop into any time of the year, I think is a huge hit. So I think this is smart for them to do at Universal, but it's rumored that Dark Universe is going to have a dark ride huh? um, that takes you through Frankenstein's Manor and it will utilize a ride system that's similar to Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, which I think will be really cool because I think in a manner you definitely want to see everything that's around you. And the cool thing about that ride system is it almost feels like almost feels like magic is propelling you along. Right. So like in this manner, you're going to feel maybe like you're floating or something like weird has happened to you and you're, you know, you go upside down at some point, see something that's on the ceiling, see, you know, look down, see something that's happening on the ground, like some creepy crawly thing that's happening on the ground. Um, really cool idea to you utilize a ride system like this. Um, there also is said to be, a spinning ride based on the Wolfman. That's like a little more family friendly, I guess. So we'll see. There's also going to be, I think from what I heard, a tavern here that will be, I forgot what it's based off of, but it'll be kind of like a horror tavern kind of feel in this dark universe land, which sounds awesome. Um, a little spooky, but so cool. I mean, that's going to be like their response to Ogus Cantina in a way, right? Like a tavern, but it's horror instead of just like a regular old tavern, you know, and then Ogus like sci-fi Star Wars tavern. That's going to be pretty awesome. So that is pretty much the gist of what is going to be in Epic Universe. It's still in its building phase. It's not opening till 2025. But I think if Disney does not respond to this, they're going to lose a lot of attendance. Obviously, obviously people are going to still go to Walt Disney World. But I mean, when I if this opens or when this opens, when I go over to Disney World, instead of one day, you know, oh, let's just stop at Universal for one day. I'm going to do two, maybe three days. If it's super amazing, people are going to start bringing that one day visit honestly, up to about three days because you're going to want to see the original park, Islands of Adventure, both Harry Potter, and in this case, all three Harry Potters. But you, you might almost want two days to um, explore the epic universe. So this is, this is big. This is big. If Disney doesn't respond, I don't think it'll be good for them. So what can Disney do to respond? Obviously, if they started construction now, it won't open for many, many years. But Disney definitely needs to respond to this. Show them that they are willing to expand and compete with Universal Orlando. And so this is my idea. It might not. Hopefully it sounds good to you. But, you know, maybe you had a different thing in mind. But hear me out. Hear me out. I'm going to make my case. And then in part two, I'm going to kind of dive more into the nitty gritty of what these lands are will have but let's start here so what would it be called <laughs> this is so hard epic universe is such a good name because you got universe like universal you got epic great word right so 
my suggestions are not as good as that. But okay, so we already have Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, I feel like, is the weakest name out of all of them. You got two kingdoms in there. You got Epcot, which is experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Awesome. But I was trying to find something that would kind of roll off the tongue, but also deal with adventure, because I think this is what this park should embody. So I was thinking Enchanted Adventure because it has the fantasy and the adventure side. So trying to think about it in terms of like, okay, do you want to go to Magic Kingdom or Enchanted Adventure today? Maybe that doesn't sound good. <laughs> I was thinking worlds of adventure because um, you get worlds because Disney World, worlds of adventure. Um, or I was thinking adventures landing, like landing like a, you know, I feel like that was a word back then, like King's Landing, right? Like a, like a little place, little town, maybe bigger than a town. So adventures landing that might, that might work. I don't really know. This is so tough. I want, I want help from you guys. What would you call this park? List it below in the comments or hit us up on Instagram. So we got enchanted adventure, um, worlds of adventure, but worlds of adventure is very similar to islands of adventure that universal has. So I don't know if I would go with that. Um, and then Adventures Landing. So let me know if there's something better. <laughs> so what would be in this park? I decided to go for four areas, just like Epic Universe. And um, are you ready to hear what those four lands will be? Ooh, okay. So I think the first land that needs to be in this response to Universal is a Marvel-themed land. Now, you might be hearing that and you might know about the Marvel contract of 1999 that Universal made. Now, okay, if you don't know, I'm going to give you a brief little history real quick. So the Marvel contract of 1999 was signed to create Universal's Islands of Adventure. And this gave Universal the sole rights of Marvel characters in the parks east of the Mississippi River. And that sounds so weird and so funny that that's like in a contract, but that's why California Adventure can have Avengers Campus. But Walt Disney World doesn't have anything Marvel in their parks because they literally said, you know what? We get to use as many Marvel characters as we want in our parks and you can't use them. Anything east of the Mississippi River if you're on the West Coast, like you could definitely use Marvel, but whatever we use, you cannot use. And they have this contract in perpetuity. So indefinitely. That's crazy. Like they could just hold this for hundreds of years and just own the theme park rights to Marvel. But um, there are a few ways out of this. So if they decide to close the Marvel area, then all that goes over to Disney to use. Um, if they stopped making payments or if Marvel as a company gives a reasonable explanation that Universal is mishandling the usage of their property. Those are the only ways they could get this contract could be broken. Now, the Marvel characters that they currently use in Islands of Adventure, anything like within the Avengers... Uh, Spider-Man, X-Men, and the Fantastic Four. And 
they could only use Marvel from the comics. They can't use anything MCU. So if you go to the park, which we haven't been, but if you go to the park, everything feels very 90s, like 90s Marvel comics because it was built back then. Everyone loves that area. But if Disney World does something with Marvel, it could be a lot cooler. So my first suggestion would be to try to talk to Universal. (laughs) I know this probably wouldn't work, but try to talk to Universal. See if you could. I think it's worth paying up some big bucks to at least have a little kind tiny sliver of Marvel properties that you could use. And I think if you're able to do that, if you're able to get a few characters out of it, then I think that this Marvel land should include a New York city kind of area. And there you could use, I don't know, technically they could use Dr. Strange, but there's already a Dr. Strange area in California adventure. But if there is a New York area, we have to bring in some Spider-Man there. And we could add multiple different characters, multiple different superheroes within New York because everything in New York is a superhero. But let's say that they can't do it. Or maybe talks are going longer than expected. I say you still build a Marvel land, but I'm, I'm uh, proposing that you build a Wakanda because Wakanda is awesome and it'd be so cool to have an area of that and then set aside some land just in case you could revise that contract or maybe pay Universal some money to get an expansion done right now the funny thing here is that there is a painting inside one of the restaurants that has the Black Panther in it along with some other Avengers but how I'm saying you get around this contract, if it's true, is, is that Black Panther? So technically you can't use it, but is that Black Panther that's painted in that restaurant T'Challa? Most likely. Well, if it's T'Challa, then you can say this new land is based off of Shuri's Black Panther because I know it's, I know it's like a character, but Shuri is a totally different person than T'Challa. So you say, you know what? You don't have Shuri in the park. Let's build a Wakanda here. Because T'Challa, unfortunately, so sad, which Wakanda forever is such an amazing movie and such a great homage to T'Challa. But Shuri is not not T'Challa. So I say we build a Wakanda. I'm going to be talking a little bit more in depth in part two about what will be featured in this area and maybe an expansion if some contract details get Figure it out. But that's what I'm going to say for the first land. Marvel. I mean, if we look at Epic Universe, their biggest one is Harry Potter and Super Nintendo World. Marvel could rival Harry Potter. Marvel Marvel could rival Super Nintendo World. So let's build something amazing there. Now, the next land. And so I think in most lands, right, we think of Magic Kingdom. We think of Adventureland, Tomorrowland. Um Fantasyland, right? I think in order to compete with this epic universe, you break it down by property and properties that aren't currently used, right? Like there's nothing Marvel in Walt Disney World. So that would bring a lot of people there. Now, another property that is huge and you could put in this land and it's used a little bit in Walt Disney World, but I think we need to add a Pixar area. I haven't thought of the the names for these lands, but add a Pixar area because I think that 
you know, Toy Story is well represented. There's a Toy Story land there. There's also a Finding Nemo ride. Uh, probably some other ones that aren't coming to my mind right now, but let's do an area that has multiple Pixar movies in it. And so I'm going to talk about this in, in, in part two, what's going to be here, but I'll, I'll list one so far. Have an idea for Coco land. And then there's two others. So stick around, stick around for part two to see what rides and what lands will be in this area. But I think Pixar is great and definitely you could do so much with it. So I think there needs to be an area for Pixar in this fifth park. Now to almost combat dark universe, I think there needs to be a Disney villains land. Now, I know that they talked about doing a Magic Kingdom expansion with a small Disney villains land in it. But I say, you know what? Rethink that. Rather than expanding Magic Kingdom, let's put that in a new park. We got to go big. We got to go go all out. So we put that in a new park, villains land. And, um, and I have some ideas for little mini lands within this. Obviously, it will feature Maleficent. And maybe a couple more villains. But I think Disney, especially with the whole Marvel thing, right? Like Universal has the rights to put Marvel in their park. I think I think Disney just needs to compete in a similar fashion, right? You're going to do a villains kind of, not a villains, but like a horror land. Well, we have, you have Frankenstein, you have, you know, Dracula, things like that. We have Maleficent, we have Jafar, we have... Uh, Captain Hook, you know, we have all of these properties that, you know, people might be even more nostalgic about. So have this area be a spooky area that you could pop in any time of the year and, uh, and really kind of get face to face with all your Disney villains, all your favorite Disney villains. And I think that this is a must if they build a fifth park, but Lastly, you might have already thought about this one when I said this earlier about how there's so many Harry Potter lands. Let's make a Galaxy's Edge expansion. So another Star Wars land. Um, not sure what it will be called, but I love what they did with Batu, having it be a separate story, right? You're in Batu. You're actually a part of that planet, right? But I think a lot of people also talk about how they wish they could visit areas of Star Wars that they grew up loving. So what better way to have them do that with a new land that explores all of your favorite Star Wars lands? So that's awesome because you have Batu, totally new planet. You live out your adventure on Batu, but you could go to an expansion that has multiple different lands that you grew up watching. And so I also want to say this before I get too far. I like the idea that Tokyo Disney Sea is doing. They are creating something called Fantasy Springs and within Fantasy Springs. So that's a land within Fantasy Springs. They have many lands within it. So they have Tangled, Frozen, and Peter Pan. And this was my thought as I built out this fifth park for Disney World. So, you know, Marvel, if all goes good with the contract, we have a Wakanda and in New York City. Um, with Pixar, we have multiple different franchises within that land, right? So 
Disney World has a lot of land. Let's just make huge lands with mini parks within them. And then villains, similar idea. And then Galaxy's Edge, let's do that as well. So here, maybe you'll see Tatooine. Maybe you'll see Endor. Maybe you'll see something else, which I won't even talk about until part two. But yeah, I got some I got some ideas and I cannot wait to talk about them. And I cannot wait to hear your responses and what you would like to have in these lands or if you have an idea for a different land. But with that, that is going to conclude part one. Come back next week as I discuss part two, which is really diving deep into what these lands would have to offer. So what it would look like, what kind of rides are going to be there. Maybe some restaurant ideas will come up to come up for me. But um, all I want to say is thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This has been a crazy roller coaster of a time uh, with Emily going to be giving birth. I mean, I'm recording this on September 7th. Uh, she's going to be giving birth in just a week and a half, pretty much, maybe two weeks. Oh, I think two weeks from today. Crazy. Um, so thank you for all your support as we we love talking Disney. We love talking and responding to you guys about these topics that we bring up. It's so much fun. It's a crazy time for us. That's why we want to pre-record because we want to keep it going. We want to keep hearing your insight. We should be jumping back on a little bit later uh, once all the pre-recorded episodes are done. But thank you for just kind of understanding how some of these episodes might be a little bit different without Emily here and having guests and some other things. So we just love you. Thank you so much for all of your support. If you want to support us further than the listens and the watches there are some links in the bio below whether you're watching on youtube or a podcasting platform you could use some affiliate codes on park hop teas magic candle company or you can shop merch through our shop which also helps us out as well we just we just love you guys and um, are so appreciative of your support but we will catch you next week for part two of our disney's response to epic universe have a great one we'll see you then Bye.